Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Live from the Hogs Meat Market Studios, this is Out of Bounds. The one two pitch. Ground ball, base hit left field. Of course it's Corey Seager. It is always Seager. Breaks up the no hitter to start the seventh. With John Neighbors and Joe Franklin. We won't go in the shell. We won't go in attack mode. Because that's what's required. On 1037 The Buzz. And welcome in Out of Bounds here on 103.7 The Buzz. Appreciate everybody listening in on this beautiful day here in the great state of Arkansas. John Neighbors, Joe Franklin, broadcasting live from the Hogsmeade Market Studios with you today. And thank you as always for making us a part of your afternoon this afternoon. It is a Trash Talk Thursday here on Out of Bounds. We want to hear from you if you want to get in on our conversation today, it's simple to do because you can call or text in 501-661-1037. Get after us in the Asher Record Live Fan Feedback. After me on Twitter at BuzzJohnNeighbors. And today, going to have a great show for you planned out because in the 3 or 2 o'clock hour, should start there, we're going to have Pat Bradley, thanks to Motorsports Authority. Looking forward to catching up with him. I was going to have Aaron Torres of Fox Sports Radio in the 3 o'clock hour. Didn't get a chance to catch up with him last week, but we will this week, so we'll have some fun with him. And uh, we're going to go through all the things that are happening in the sports world, which is a ton of it. And, uh, of course, we'll get to your phone calls and text messages as all that plays out and goes forward. So it's been great, though. It's been great to, you know, as you hear in the intro, and people celebrating the Texas Rangers winning their very first World Series of all time. And the celebrations commencing and seeing the, uh, the excitement from uh, not only people that are in the Dallas metro, but just fans across the entire country and even here in the state of Arkansas. And I always enjoy seeing history in sports, and especially if it's not even a team that I care one way or the other about, like with the Rangers uh, or about the Diamondbacks. I wouldn't have cared either way, but uh, to see the Rangers get the World Series championship, having their first one, that's always pretty unique. And uh, I think it's really cool for all the fans that are out there that you get to celebrate with it. And I think Matt McLaren, who was on our show just a couple weeks ago out of Dallas, he Growing up a diehard Rangers fan his whole life and seeing the way he's been celebrating and having a good time, uh, it's been pretty cool. So that was that was an awesome thing last night to not only see the Rangers win, but just to see the history made and see the reactions for so many fans. They completed the championship run with the city, so now they have championship in all four major sports with the Rangers getting that win. And then Corey Seager, by being a two-time World Series MVP, He's the only player to win it in both leagues. How about that? Yeah, he was he was a monster. And, uh, of course, uh, his time with the Dodgers and uh, having that success for him to go to the Rangers and, and keep it moving and to win another World Series title, I know, was very special to him. And, yeah, I, I thought it was uh, just a cool moment. And I even saw, I think Wes showed me, 
uh, before our show started that the Vegas Sphere had uh, given their, you know, paid homage and celebration to the Rangers where the Sphere was a Texas Rangers baseball but with a logo of the Rangers on it. And do they pay homage or do the Rangers pay to have that done? Probably more of that. We know that the advertising cost for the Sphere is ridiculous per day and then even when you go to the week and the two-week rate. <laughs> I mean, you know, maybe they gave them some trade. You know, maybe, maybe a little bit of a discount. I don't know, but... But no, that, yeah. it, it is a cool display. Oh, yeah. It's really cool. It's really cool. And I'm sure there'll be many things like that happening at the Vegas Sphere. And uh, I couldn't help it, though, like last night when I was, uh, you know, seeing the game and watching the celebrations and all of that. Uh, one of the things that cracked me up, though, was uh, it's not only seeing just... The I, I don't know. It's just weird seeing when you see a championship one in someone else's ballpark, you know, because then it's just the fans for the other team are just devastated and nobody's going crazy in the crowd, which I know is common. It's not like it's uh, something new, but uh, to see just the, the Rangers players going out there and then those random Rangers fans in the stands, they go and then other fans are just like, all right, we're out. We're walking out and just go home sad. Like it's just it's just a funny, weird thing to see where uh, it's at some, you get to celebrate it in someone else's ballpark. And they'll take it no matter what, but seeing the fan shots are always really fun. You see more visiting fans making those trips these days, and so whenever they do win games, not only championships, but win some of these primetime games, when you think about like Monday Night Football or some, uh, some of the games where fans will stick around because they do these post-game interviews, it's common now where they'll pull a player from the winning team and they'll have them on set and then you see all the opposing fans that stick around and they're there to, to cheer on the player that's on set. So it's become a really common theme for uh, for some of those road fans and for fans in general to make some of those road trips now. Well, if you think of Rob Manfred, too, uh, with the uh, commissioner, people were giving him a hard time because of how he announced that the Rangers were World Series champions because, uh, you know, he had a little, a little voice struggle there. 63 years is a long time to wait. But the Texas Rangers are World Series champions. It's my distinct pleasure to present the Commissioner's Trophy to Ray Davis, Neil Liebman, and Chris Young. So, yeah, he had a little voice crack there. And, he's been uh, doing some yelling. Yeah, he's either yelling or he's been sick. So, but, uh, uh, I love the boos in the background, too, because, of course, he's, he's going to get booed when he gets up there. All commissioners do. But uh, I, I love the, yeah, the voice cracking thing. and. Having to stand there, someone said it's like that's what I imagine if a, if like a sixth grader, you know, was presenting it when they're going, <laughs> going through puberty and their voice is cracking. It's like that's what it would sound like. But uh, I mean, other than that, no, it was it was good. It was a good good overall postseason and seeing those two teams there. We know how about the Rangers also that. going undefeated on the road in the postseason? Yeah, like that's that. You know, some teams just thrive under pressure when they go on the road, but. You know, talk about home field advantage. They didn't have to worry about that too much if you're the Rangers. So they set the all-time record. They broke the all-time record, and then they just continued to extend that record, and they won 11 games on the road, 11-0 and in the postseason. That's incredible. Uh, again, it shows the resilience that they have and uh, also uh, the toughness that they brought and dealing with some of the injuries that they had to deal with and everything. Like They just they got it done. So kudos to them and congratulations to them. And congratulations to all you Rangers fans out there. I know Wes Moore was really excited today. and. Um, got the got a chance to, to talk to him about it. And also uh, Peyton Stovall, who comes on with us each and every year during baseball season. Is he a Rangers season. fan? He's not a Rangers fan, but he was at the game last night. Okay, good and deal. So good. He, he, I think he just enjoys baseball and likes watching players, but he was there. and uh, he, So he got to celebrate it. And he started posting like uh, on his Instagram story. I have to give him a hard time about this. He's posting on his Instagram story of like, uh, like a congratulations to the Rangers and all that stuff. So I'm like, are you Rangers fan now, or are you just doing it because it's like, hey, it's the World Series and oh, shout yeah, out to yeah, them. Just congratulating the champs yeah. there, just being a baseball player. And, uh, yeah, it's that's cool experience yeah. that he was able to go to the World Series. Yeah. R.J. Hawk, Randy Rainwater, they went to the World Series. David Basil and uh, R.J. is a Rangers fan, so that was a good experience for him and for all the guys here at the station to be able to make that trip and – uh, be able to see the opening games of the World Series. Now, since the city of Dallas, or the Dallas Metro, have, as you mentioned, won all the four major sports there for a championship, you know who's next for Dallas? The one that's gone the longest now, the Dallas Cowboys. It's y'all's turn. You know, it's been a while. You got you to gotta step up and do your share. You have to do your part to help out and keep those championships coming. The Mavericks got two since you've gotten one. I mean, the Rangers finally got theirs. Stars have gotten theirs. So, 
up to y'all. <laughs> this might be the year for Dallas to the Cowboys to finally get it done. But because uh, what were the Stars? There's the Stars have won it fairly recently yeah, in hockey. I think it was around '99. Oh, is that far away? Okay, around there. Why did I think they had won one recently? I don't know. They don't they may hockey. have won more recently than that. Yeah. I, I do remember the one you're talking about. Maybe that they played in it. I don't know. I don't watch hockey. I, I'll just be honest. But uh, still, I you think... You start watching hockey. Hockey's yeah. a great sport. I know. I need to... I watch the... Here's the thing. I will watch the Stanley Cup finals. and But I won't, like, watch regular season. I don't know who is who. I don't know who to keep up with. But what's funny is actually what got me kind of watching it is I have a buddy of mine who lives in Dallas, and his one of his best friends is a hockey player. And... It's what's funny about it is his buddy, his best friends from Alabama, and now you know Alabama they don't they don't do hockey like that's not a thing that's there as much. But uh, he moved to Chicago, I guess, and I think it was when he moved up there in high school, or was it college? I think it was college. Yeah, it was college. He moved up there in high school and then started playing hockey, and then developed where he could go pro. So he got this this guy from Alabama playing hockey, and so when he that's started funny. he started getting into it. Then you know he talked to us about it, and then we started getting into it, and. Uh, watching a little bit because yeah he was telling me how he went to his buddy's wedding that was in hockey he's like dude it was like so many beautiful people that were there at that that (laughs) and so many you know professional athletes and and college uh college buddies and all that but now now what's this guy's name i got i I just i just escaped me i'm gonna have to remember i know he plays for uh minnesota i think it's the wild is minnesota the wild okay so it's minnesota wild he did play for nashville the predators uh, but he got traded up there, I think, recent, I think it was last year or the year before, Place for the Wild. I'll have to go into that and look it up and see who it is. But, uh, yeah, so he's he's big in hockey, and I've gotten, gotten big in hockey. And I need to go to a hockey game. That's something i got to cross off my oh, bucket list. that's a lot list. of fun. Yeah. Well, it just looks fun. Like, the amount, like, when the goal gets scored and you hear the big, you know, buzzer go, and places going nuts. and They've been scoring a lot more goals lately, too. Some of these scores you see that flash across, and it's like 7-4. And, you know, hockey, you didn't really think of it as being high scoring like that, but that's pretty high scoring for hockey. So can we use the same excuse that, like, sometimes baseball do? Like, all oh, the, the pucks are different now, or the hockey sticks are different now, the goals are bigger. You know, what's the excuse that Athletes you can use? Athletes are bigger, faster, stronger, which yeah. they are. They are, yeah. But still the goals, same size, I believe. Still got to get it in there. But, yeah, I mean, goals are fun. Scoring's fun. Offense is fun. So, yeah, I'll, I'll try to make my way to hockey. Either Dallas or, I mean, Nashville is not far away either. To yeah, see about the same distance. So, yeah, I'll have to have to pick and choose which one uh, I'd rather go to and check out. But, uh, but yeah, it's it's cool to see, uh, you know, anytime championships are won, now baseball season's officially over. I hit to the off season and look towards the next year, which I saw in the early going, the Braves are the early favorite, betting favorite to win it all next year. Of course they are. So... And I think of like, well, and also it depends on the whole Otani situation too. And uh, what well, Otani is—he's going to be batting. He's not going to be pitching next year. Yeah, that's true. Oh yeah, that's true. Yeah, but but he's still in doubt though. As far as like, he could still go somewhere else, right? Is that still in play? Like a trade, something maybe? Uh, yeah, I don't well, know. The fact that the Angels held on to him, we'll yeah. we'll see what happens. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I don't care where he goes because um, he's in line for a new contract and. The fact that they held on to him says that they want him around. I mean, why wouldn't you? But his contract will take a hit as far as the money he was going to make because he's not able to do some of the same things right out of the gate. Maybe they'll put some incentives in to say, okay, this is what it is, and then whenever you can return to form pitching, if that happens, the money escalates from there. Yeah, I guess you're just going to have to handle his his hitting only. You can't have his hitting and his pitching, so you're just going to have to deal with it. But we got a lot more Out of Bounds here on a Trash Talk Thursday. Phone calls and text messages coming up next, so stay with us on Out of Bounds. Tune in to 1037 The Buzz as Justin Acree and Wes Moore broadcast live from each meeting in the Little Rock Touchdown Club. Brought to you by Arkansas Urology. Justin and Wes will broadcast live from the Doubletree downtown, bringing you interviews with each speaker and their comments to the club live. Monday, the Little Rock Touchdown Club welcomes SEC Network's Alyssa Lang. That's The Zone live at the Little Rock Touchdown Club, brought to you by Arkansas Urology. This 
the Sports Center. The college basketball world watched a legendary coach yesterday as Bob Knight passed away at the age of 83. Knight started coaching in 1965 at Army when he was only 24 years old. He's mostly remembered for his time at Indiana where he coached from 1971 to 2000. He won three national championships in that time in 1976, 1981, and 1987. He compiled a 662 and 239 record at Indiana. He finished his career at Texas Tech where he coached from 2001 to 2008. He took the Red Raiders to four NCAA tournaments and one Sweet 16. As a head coach overall, he had a record of 902 wins and 371 losses. He's sixth all-time in wins in college basketball. I'm Christian Weaver with the Buzz Radio Network. If you're looking for the best deal on a pre-owned vehicle, you'll find it here in Hot Springs on Central Avenue at Motorsports Authority here with Wild Bill and Magic Mark. These are some fantastic deals, guys. Hey, Magic Mark, tell us about some of these special rigs you got sitting here. We've got cars for every taste. Cars, trucks, SUVs. This is the best selection of inventory we've had in the past two years. More for your trade? Yes. Payments for every budget? Yes. Online at msastore.com. We'll see you at Motorsports Authority. What are you waiting for? Did you know Arch Marine is the kayak leader in central Arkansas? Right now, get 20% off all feel-free kayaks. All the prices are falling on kayaks this month. Don't forget, we repair ATVs. Your granddaddy trusted Arch Marine, and so can you. Again here with some more straight talk. Now you can get a Walmart Plus membership, plus not pay for it because it's included with Straight Talk wireless plans. You get free delivery with Walmart Plus, plus a Paramount Plus subscription included. Plus, you pay less for gas. That's a lot of pluses. Only Straight Talk gives you unlimited 5G data and Walmart Plus included on select plans for free. Straight Talk Wireless, available at Walmart. Requires service on gold or platinum unlimited. One offer per eligible account. Paramount Plus essential plan only. Separate registration required. Additional terms apply. After I drop the kids off, I have to run across town for a meeting, hit the gym during lunch. Jake has soccer tonight and Emily has... Gymnastics? Oh, did I turn on the Crock-Pot this morning? (laughs) With a never-ending to-do list, it's easy to forget something important, like setting up a life insurance plan with Shelter Insurance. Your local shelter agent can show you how to create a safety net for your family. Shelter Life Insurance Company, Columbia, Missouri. See Gary Elmore in Lone Oak, Justin Stewart in Malvern, or Drew Self in Hot Springs. At Southern Floor Coating, coatings are all they do, and they won't be beat on price. Factory-trained installers using the purest form of polyurea with UV stability for all your outside projects. When you call, you'll talk with a professional interested in your project, not a voicemail. Don't trust a fly-by-night company that may not be in business next year. Transform your patio, porch, or pool deck and call the real pros at Southern Floor Coating. 501-402-4912 or take a look at southernfloorcoating.com. Fence Brokers presents Zach Williams every Tuesday when he gets in the zone with Justin and Wes to talk about what's happening on the hill and what to expect from this week's big game. Zach Williams in the zone from Fence Brokers, going the extra mile. here from Westwood One. Coming up on Thursday Night Football, Derrick Henry and the Titans travel to Pittsburgh to face the 4-3 and three Steelers. Tennessee at 3-4 and four is coming off a win, while Mike Tomlin's squad needs a bounce-back win to stay above 500. Kevin Kugler and Ross Tucker call the action on air and on the free live stream sponsored by AutoZone on Thursday Night Football. Right here on 103.7 The Buzz. Score early this NFL season with FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 Moneyline bet. That's $150 if your team wins. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get in on the action. The app is so easy to use, there's a wide range of betting options, spreads, player props, over-unders, and more. So visit FanDuel.com slash win and kick off the NFL season. That's FanDuel.com slash win. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. Must be 21 plus in President State. We're lawful to wager. FanDuel is offering online sports wagering in Kansas under an agreement with Kansas Star Casino LLC. First online real money wager 
only $5 pregame money line wager required. First online real money wager only $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued as is non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire seven days after receipt. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit fanduel.com slash RG in Colorado, Iowa, Michigan, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Illinois, Kentucky, Tennessee, and Virginia. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text NEXT-STEP to 5334 Want to voice your opinion so you don't have to hear the same terrible callers every day? Are you behind on your credit card bills? Good. Pick up the phone and start dialing. Is your landlord ready to evict you? Good. Pick up the phone and start dialing. Does your girlfriend think you're a worthless loser? Good. Pick up the phone and start dialing. Then call or text 501-661-1037 to help the cause. You're listening to Out of Bounds with John Neighbors and Joe Franklin. I gotta ask, because I've always wondered, why did that happen in Fayetteville, Arkansas? What what took you there? It's just visiting, so weird. It's visiting just, friends, uh, okay. but yeah, Dixon Street. Dixon Street. <laughs> yeah, Dixon yeah. Street was. Uh, it'll get you on 103.7 The Buzz. It's Trash Talk Thursday here on Out of Bounds. Appreciate everybody listening in this afternoon. As talked a little bit about the World Series and the Rangers taking care of business in that, but also uh, some pretty sad news that, of course, everybody should know about at this point in time, considering uh, how legendary he was. But Bob Knight, the college basketball coach, announced yesterday, last night even, that he passed away at the age of 83. And for those of you who... Uh, we're fans of college basketball. You definitely know who Bob Knight is, but when it comes to iconic, legendary people of their respective sport and respective league in college basketball, Bob Knight is definitely one of those, if not the one that you think of when it comes to iconic coaches with big personalities and a lot of success. So it was really sad to see the passing of Bob Knight last night. He did it as a coach. He did it as a commentator. And just, uh, yeah, you think about the person that he was and – he uh, had his moments where he would lash out, whether it, it was through a basketball game, at, you know, coaching it, or if it was through the media. And they, he kind of became one of those guys you let him be who he was and do his own thing because mm-hmm. the sweaters that he would wear, that was out of the ordinary for TV, but that was kind of a staple of Bob Knight. And so whenever he was on TV, he's still wearing the sweater that he always wore. Because he won a, was it an Olymp- uh, the Olympics, right, as the coach? Yes. Back there, too. Yeah. So Joe Klein was on the team. That's right. Michael Jordan. That's right. Yeah, I've heard of him. He's pretty good. Uh, think about that, and then the fact that it was the last time that there was an undefeated national champion. It was Bob Knight's team there in Indiana. And uh, did he win? It was three national championships I think he ended up winning in Indiana total? At least. Yeah, he, he ended up with over 900 wins. So definitely iconic. And, you know, it's one of those things to where, like, for instance, uh, Coach K, and this is not anything bad, which Coach K was a disciple of Bob Knight's, but you know, Coach K is is le- leader in all wins and you know, iconic and amount of championships and everything. But as great as he was as a coach, I didn't ever see him as like a, a big personality. That's what makes Bob Knight so unique. Is not only did he have the success to go with it, but you know, th- throwing the chair across the court and. Uh, you know, making fun of the media, or you know, sometimes he went across over the line. We know with some of the uh, off the court and the way he treated his players and stuff. But uh, there was a guy that had a lot of funny moments and funny comments, and we'll play a compilation of some of those here in a bit. But uh, just a guy that was able to balance the big personality with a lot of success to go along with it, and he did it at Indiana for the most part. But even at Texas Tech, he had some success too when he was there. For seven it, years. it just shows the type of coach that he was be, to be able to take something that he had always it always worked for him, especially you know at Indiana, and then be able to take that with him to Texas Tech, and then he had the coaches that were on staff with him, and they had a lot of success. So it shows that his coaching style was something that worked, and he was able to pass that along to others. What I thought was cool too, and I think this was mentioned maybe on ESPN, but the movie Hoosiers uh, with Gene Hackman, the character that Gene Hackman played in that was uh, based a lot around Bobby Knight. 
because uh, for those of you may not remember, in Hoosiers, the reason Bob Knight, uh, the reason that Gene Ackman's character had to go to the high school ranks is because uh, he had been accused of uh, f- uh, physically assaulting a player, and so he had to kind of go down. So there was that, and then also the movie, uh, I believe, is Blue Chips. People said that there was a lot of uh, for Nick Nolte's character some traits that were taken from Bobby Knight and put he into him. He had a him. similar appearance, mm-hmm. Nick Nolte, to Bob Knight. Because he, did, he didn't have the sweater vest, but he, I think he wore a sweater uh, in general there, maybe. I don't know. I have to go back. It's been a while since I mo- watched that movie. But didn't they play each other in like the big game at the end of the movie? They actually had like Bob Knight in yeah, Indiana? Yeah, he was, he was in Blue Chips also. Yeah. Yeah, he was in Blue Chips. And I wanted to say there's another coach that was in there. But yeah, still, there was a lot of uh, Hollywood type of inspiration taken from Bobby Knight when it comes to those movies. So just a larger-than-life big big character with... A lot of great quotes, a lot of great moments, and a lot of great success in the game of basketball. There's no question about that. Uh, all right, let's go ahead and go to the phone lines. Welcome in uh, Brent and Stuttgart having us lead us off. What's going on, Brent? What's going on, What's going on, John? Glad to see that you uh, made it back from the uh, Halloween party yeah, yesterday yeah. on your locked-on Razorback. Yeah, yeah, made um, it back. Uh, who was... As a, Boy, who had, I was play, who had the who had the best costume there? Man, because um, here's the thing: to me, best is always someone who goes and puts in the most effort most of the time. Like, I mean, there's stuff that's unique, but as far as the one that I felt like got the most effort, I think it might have been Devo because he the whole Michael Myers like, he went all out, like with the outfit, with the mask, with the uh, the different props to go with it too. So either him or I probably would say Jeremiah Davenport going as Woody was pretty funny because he also went all out and, and and it looked looked pretty good on him. So yeah, I'd say either one of those guys. Okay, but uh, my question is, uh, what are we? Uh, did y'all hear the uh, that your fearless leader on the previous show was put, uh, gave West twenty five? Uh, 25 to 1 odds that we'd go undefeated the last four games. Did y'all hear that? Sure did. 25 to 1 odds to go undefeated. So he, four straight. He was, uh, Justin was saying the that they. The last four games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Justin was saying that they are going to do it or not going to do it. Uh, Justin was saying that they were going to do it. Okay, they, so he. So, yeah, he says they're going to do it and he was going to give Wes odds on it. Um, no, that's not a bet that. <laughs> I would tell yeah, that, even with that's it. even at twenty five to one. No, that, that that is not a sensible bet. But I did hear on one of your shows the other day there was a guy at Saracen that put twenty five thousand on the uh, Rangers to win the World Series. Wow, that was a nice payoff, no doubt. Yeah, wouldn't wouldn't you think? So, what do you guys think of this game coming up Saturday? Well. I mean, I can tell you, it's it's until Arkansas proves otherwise that the offenses improve, which I don't I don't know why they would be, and at least enough to go down there. I'm not expecting them to win, but uh, something I was looking at when it came to both these teams and just looking at the stats and where they rank, what might help Arkansas, and this would be the one thing that could really help them out tremendously, is that uh, Florida has a terrible turnover margin. Uh, they don't they don't get teams to turn the ball over, and they do turn it over a bit. And Arkansas is one of the better teams in turnover margin in the conference. And to me, if you could put your offense in the best-case scenario in the situation's plus field with Cam Little there, you know, if they can't get in the end zone, they can at least make field goals. But to me, that would be uh, the best chance for Arkansas. But I'm not still – I don't feel good about it. I don't feel good about Arkansas going in there. And it's a tough place to be. Either. I don't feel good about the rest of the season. Hey, Joe, what was K.D. Williams' son's name that plays for the uh, Las Vegas Knights, the hockey team? Um, <laughs> I just had his name not long ago. Yeah. Um, gosh, I have to look it up for you. I know it right away. If if you look that up and just mention it on my air, would have it for some future reference. I'd appreciate. Keegan. It. Colazar. Keegan. Keegan. What's his last name? Colazar. Keegan. Okay. Gotcha. All right. Thank y'all. I appreciate it, Brent. Thanks for calling in. Uh, also, by the way, the guy that was my buddy's hockey player friend—it's Ryan Hartman's his name. Ryan Hartman. Okay. So, yeah, yeah for, that sounds familiar. Yeah, for uh, for the Minnesota. So, uh, yeah, he's about twenty-nine years old. But yeah, it's uh, 
I don't know. Like as far as the game this weekend, um, you know, I, we're going to hear some from Sam Pittman as he talked at his coach's show and some of the updates there. But you know, it, it's uh, it's hard for me to just believe that Arkansas is going to win the game. I think Saracen still has him as a six point underdog. It's been moving a little bit, but uh, I won't bet on this game. Uh, but I will say that if Arkansas miraculously gets an offense going, then yeah, maybe. But until I see it, I'm not going to buy it. I'm not going to believe it. No, um, there's nothing that has pointed to them having success in, on offense all season, and now they've made this change, and that's not going to fix everything. So uh, it's kind of a wait-and-see approach for them. And another little, again, just looking at positives from the numbers, if you're trying to find anything that you can look at, uh, another thing that might be beneficial to Arkansas is that Florida is dead last in sacks. Like, they do, they do not get sacks on the quarterback. Dead last in the conference. And where, where does Arkansas rank giving up sacks? Well, that's what I was going to say, is that they give up uh, their 11th in sacks allowed. <laughs> okay. But on the other side of it, though, the sacks allowed by Florida is 12th in the SEC, and Arkansas gets to the quarterback 5th in the SEC in sacks. So Advantage Arkansas there. Right. But, yeah, you would expect that Florida would – maybe do a little bit better and get into the quarterback in this game. You would think so. I mean, because they've only, let's see, they had, they averaging uh, 1.2 sacks a game is what Florida's averaging at this point. So, yeah, I'm just saying, like, that could be something to maybe where you don't have to worry about, uh, you know, you're not going up against a defense that just eats quarterbacks alive. Like, maybe with this new type of offense, the quicker-moving offense, you can find some success in keeping KJ upright, maybe. Maybe Arkansas has run the ball effectively and you don't have to worry about him dropping back in the pass. That would be nice, especially if Rocket Sanders is going to be good to go, which it looks like there's the case. So uh, that, that could be maybe a positive. And also, uh, you know, Florida's offensive line has been pretty rough as far as even running the ball, too. So it's almost like there's some similarities between these two teams. The offensive line has struggled, and uh, they uh, give up a lot of sacks. So uh, we'll see if any of that changes. I doubt it will, but... You know, I still think it's going to come over to making mistakes and what Arkansas's offense is going to look like. Like, is it going to miraculously get better? I don't think so, but can it be slightly improved? Can it be a little bit better? Can it be one that can make the players feel good about it and feel comfortable in it? Maybe, but it doesn't matter. If you see the same type of offensive problems in this game, Arkansas is not going to win. It's as simple as that. Like, it's going to come down to Arkansas's offense. Are they going to be able to move the ball or not? If they don't, they're, it's over. They're not going to win. Gainesville's a tough place to play, too. Arkansas has lost five of those games in Gainesville. Five, or 0-5 in them. And, of course, everyone remembers. That's surprising they've only played five. Yeah, because I was trying to go through. So they played there in 2020 when the COVID year happened, and they got added. They added Florida to the schedule. So they played there then. Uh, They played down there in 2013, that year, Brett Bielma's first year. They played there in 2009, and then in 2004. What was the Matt Jones's last year? Oh four, so played there there and lost. And then the other time was in ninety seven. So yeah, only that's five it. times. Wow. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. It's it's weird to yeah, me too. And, and so the first five years of the SEC never played at Florida. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I don't even know how they did the scheduling back then. I, I know it's you know you played all the West teams, and then you at that point I think Arkansas permits East opponent was still South Carolina. But I felt like during the, that time. I don't know. I need to go back because I feel like they played Tennessee like every year for a span. It was like 98, 99, 2001, 2002. Probably was easy to make that game, make that schedule simply because they were they're so close in proximity. Yeah. It's just they didn't have that set rotating like, oh, you know, you're going to play this team this year. Then you have to wait 10 years until you play them again at their place. It seemed like it was kind of like that. Like, hey, let's just find regions. Let's find what's easy. Let's find, you know, what works. Which I kind of like that. I kind of like that back then. But yeah, they haven't, they haven't played Florida that much. In fact, uh, in Fayetteville, they've only played four times uh, in Fayetteville. Arkansas has won a couple of those games, too. Won one, actually. Oh, they only won one? It seemed Once. like they won a second one. Um, so, John L., that was the win. No, they didn't play John. Uh, that, that year, they didn't play them in 2012. Uh, okay, that was Kentucky. Yeah, that was, that was Kentucky. Kentucky. Yeah, Kentucky came to Fayetteville. The other one was, uh, of course, in 2016. Bielema. Uh Yeah, with Bielema. Yeah. Okay. In fact, so what's crazy, that's the only time Arkansas has beaten Florida in the conference since they've joined the SEC. was that one time in 2016. The only time. I know it sounds surprising, but it's uh, they've played each other in Atlanta twice at the SEC Championship. Arkansas lost both. 
Uh, they played each other in Houston, which was for that bowl game. Uh, I forgot what the bowl game was called, but they Arkansas did win that one. But overall, Florida leads the series ten to two. Ten and two is what they are against the Razorbacks. So yeah, it's unfortunate. It's unfortunate it's been that many times. But maybe you can finally get that uh, monkey off your back and beat them in Gainesville. Uh, let's go to Paul, who's in Benton. What's up, Paul? Good morning, uh, or hello. Uh, got a, a little uh, thing to share about Bobby Knight. Okay. Uh, uh, you you two guys uh, may or may not be aware that our uh, our dear local sports columnist that tries to tell it like it is uh, reached a point where he decided that he would never use Bob Knight's name. He always referred, when he wanted to refer to him, it was the coach at Indiana hmm. uh, or, or, or or Texas Tech, whichever applied. Uh, if he wanted to talk about Knight, that's, he reached the point that that's the way he did it. So uh, was there a reason given why that was the it, case? I, I forget what it what it is uh he he's revealed it when you really when he was really cornered about it um like on uh on his spots on the bus uh, but uh i think um there there might have been an a particular incident uh where uh he felt uh, that Bobby Knight slighted him or 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 slammed him uh maybe i'm not hmm. yeah I'm not there, there's some maybe there. may, maybe some other listener remembers it more clearly than i okay well yeah but i'm sure there is some thought that is interesting <laughs> yeah well, we appreciate it paul thanks for calling in yeah i i want to say that one time when he's referring to Wally Hall of course uh when i was with Wally and Bob Holt at the the SEC tournament or the NCAA tournament, but I think that was brought up and Wally mentioned something about it, but then I forgot like what the story was or what the history was about. But uh, there's 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 a reason why and, and and why they did and why he does it that way. So, um, but that just kind of shows you how like Bob Knight, like you know Arkansas basketball and how successful they've been and everything. I didn't feel like Arkansas basketball and Indiana didn't really have a whole lot of matchups and didn't go up against Bobby Knight. They did against Texas Tech a couple of times when he was there, but. Never really against Indiana, to my knowledge. And that's why, you know, just looking at the history of Indiana basketball, that's why, you know, there's a um, certain perception that maybe, you know, they think they're better than what they are because they're always looking to the past and seeing the success then. And they're thinking that they're that same team and that same school now, and they're not. Yeah, it's... I know. I mean, maybe if there's Indiana basketball fans out there, they'll get mad. But I kind of like look at them almost like Nebraska football in a way, where it's like they had such a long time where they're really successful, and there's still a lot of people that look back onto that. Not to say that they can't be successful again. That's not what I'm saying. But just to know, like sometimes in college sports, especially, things go cyclical. Things go where dominance ends up happening at one school for a long period of time, and. There's a little bit of a falling out, or falling, you know, maybe something changes in the game itself. There's a lot of reasons that could go into it, but yeah, Indiana, they've had a couple of decent years here and there. I think uh, what was the guy's name? Was it Mike Davis? I believe it was Mike Davis that was there. They went to the championship game and they lost that year. And Tom Crean, when he was up there at Indiana, I think won 30 games one season. I think that was the year. Was it uh, Victor Oladipo? I think it was on that team, and they uh, ended up not going far in the NCAA tournament. And now Mike Woodson's there, which he's done a really good job in recruiting, and they're trying to get it going. Yeah. Yeah. So there's a connection there that Coach Woodson played for Bob Knight. So, yeah, who knows? Maybe they can get back going and be a little bit more consistent. But, yeah, certainly has not been the same since Bob Knight has left Indiana. But we got more to talk about coming up next year on Out of Bounds. We'll get to what's trending in the world of sports. So stay with us. Okay.
Okay, we're back from halftime. Looks like customers coming on the lot. Guadney Buick GMC salesperson is offering a test drive. They're off on test drive. No, wait, they're back. Managers appraising their trade. Guadney Buick GMC has made an incredible offer and... Touchdown! Another incredible deal next to Sam's in North Little Rock. Call 501-945-4444. 5700 Landers Road in North Little Rock. GuadneyBuickGMC.com. GMC, we are professional grade. Finding great candidates to hire can be like, well, trying to find a needle in a haystack. Sure, you can post your job to some job board, but then all you can do is hope the right person comes along, which is why you should try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash free. ZipRecruiter doesn't depend on candidates finding you. Its powerful technology identifies people with the right experience and actively invites them to apply to your job. You get qualified candidates fast. So while other companies might deliver a lot of hay, ZipRecruiter finds you what you're looking for. The needle in the haystack. Four out of five employers who post a job in ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate through the site within the first day. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. And right now you can try ZipRecruiter for free. That's right, free. Just go to this exclusive web address, ZipRecruiter.com slash free. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash free. ZipRecruiter.com slash free. Is your heating system ready for winter? Middleton Heat and Air is here to keep your family safe and warm through even the coldest Arkansas winter. Schedule a safety check for your system before it gets cold. Our experts also offer free estimates on replacements with no overtime rates from 8 to 8, even on weekends. See why we're the most trusted name for HVAC in the state. Call Middleton today at 501-922-3575. If you're looking to update your home decor, then go see our friends at Coffin by Design West. At Coffin by Design West, they have design specialists on staff that can help you with your decisions on any updates to your home. They have over 7,000 square feet of beautiful new home decor pieces such as sofas, dining tables, design throw pillows, lighting, and chairs that arrive daily. For those of you who like the aromatique candles, you can find those and also gift cards. Located at West Pass, Taylor Loop, 14900 Kentrell Road, or go to the web at coffinlumber.com. This is the Pigskin Preacher, bringing you the word. Double B's is a growing Arkansas company with 34 locations in our state. Small local businesses are the largest employers nationally and create two out of every three new jobs. Buying locally at Double B's means creating more opportunities for local residents to work in our communities. When dollars are spent locally, they are respent locally, paying more salaries and building the local tax base. You want to keep Arkansas thriving and unique? Support an Arkansas-owned business like Double B's, which helps define our community's self-image and creates Arkansas pride for Arkansans. Double B's is of Arkansas and for Arkansas. Double B's. It's where you gas it, grab it, and go. That's Double B's. Our care clinics are your hometown source for primary medical care. Our doctors, nurses, and counselors can help patients of all ages with anything from common colds and immunizations to depression, anxiety, and chronic diseases. Our network includes both mail order and local pharmacies to fulfill your prescriptions. If you don't have insurance, it's okay. We can help with that too. And no one is turned away. With more than 65 locations in Arkansas, there's a good chance we're in your hometown. Look us up at ourcare.net. Unlike other shows, we don't talk over each other with old hee-haw jokes. It's bullcrap! Well, lady, I ain't standing for this! Well, lady, yeah, they're down! They're so call or text to actually be heard on Out of Bounds at 501-661-1037. You're listening to Out of Bounds with John Neighbors and Joe Franklin. Dean's going to throw and it's intercepted at the 15. Spence has picked it off and he's going to go the distance. 50, 40, 30, 20. Brad Spence to the house. And intercepts in return for a score 85 yards in his first game as a Razorback. How about that? On 1037 The Buzz. If you're shopping for a vehicle you want to get to Guadney Chevrolet, Guadney has best deals in the market, been doing it 60 plus years. Give him a call, 501 982 2102. Red tag sale is going on at Guadney Chevrolet 2024 Equinox. You can get 1.9% financing or $1,000 in total cash allowance. 
the 2023 Silverado 1500 Crew Cab, you can also get 1.9% or 2000 in total cash allowance. Make the trip to the Gregory Street exit in Jacksonville. Shop them online, guatneychevrolet.com. You can see all the deals, the cash allowances, the rebates, even appraise a vehicle. See just how much it's worth. They're giving thousands over book value, whether you trade that vehicle in or you sell it to Guatney Chevrolet. Guatney is always actively buying vehicles, so you get a great deal on a vehicle that you trade in or sell. See the entire inventory of new and pre-owned vehicles on GuatneyChevrolet.com. Make a deal on GuatneyChevrolet.com. Get a deal started there before you make the trip to the Gregory Street exit in Jacksonville. And you can see that entire inventory of new and pre-owns on GuatneyChevrolet.com. Get a service scheduled today on GuatneyChevrolet.com. They have convenient service hours throughout the week. Also, Saturday, 7 a.m. until noon, in case you can't make it throughout the week. It's Guatney Chevrolet, Arkansas's number one Chevy dealer. Guatney Chevrolet, GuatneyChevrolet.com. It's Trash Talk Thursday here on Out of Bounds. And uh, I was just thinking before we get to our what's training in the world of sports, also saw when we talk about Arkansas and Florida. Uh, can you name the player that had the uh, most receiving yards against Florida in the history of these two teams playing? For Arkansas, that is. In the history? Yeah, because, I mean, it's I wouldn't have gotten it. it it's Mike Woods. He had 129 yards, and this, and I forgot about this too. He had two touchdowns in that game too, with two receptions. And that was 2016, 2020, 20, the COVID year. Okay. Yeah, he had two catches for 129 yards, two touchdowns. So that's I interesting. Yeah. Uh, after that was Greg Childs, and then Stephen Harris. I remember him. That was Matt Jones's guy in 04, uh, his leading receiver, and then Richard Smith before that, and Anthony Eubanks. All had 100-yard receiving games against Florida. See, Anthony Eubanks, you would have thought that he may have been the leading receiver. Yeah, he had 111 yards uh, against the Gators in 96. Uh, but as far as uh, leading the guys that had the most rushing yards against Florida, Raleigh Williams led the way, 148 yards. Uh, oh, excuse me, sorry. Gary Anderson had 161 yards in the bowl game against Florida. But then uh, Raleigh Williams, then Michael Smith back in 2008. Uh, then Traylon Smith in 2020, and then Dennis Johnson. So a few hundred-yard rushers there. Uh, so a little fascinating little tidbits, and some of those guys I forgot. Like Mike Woods, I forgot about that, and I went back and watched the highlight. Yeah, two catches with big bombs that were thrown, and uh, they got the victory, and that was uh, Dan Mullen when he was there, which uh, I remember those those couple years that uh, he was going on, which also people forget uh, with that Dan Mullen when he was at Florida, because he was there for, what, three years, I think? Two and a half, three years? Uh, yeah, they rotate him quick at Florida. I'm, I'm telling you, like you know, we, even, even with success, we we talk about Auburn man. Florida is one of those too. Because I can say, as I was talking to again, the guy that uh, from yesterday with Florida, he was saying that if if Florida loses to Arkansas, there's a chance that they may like make moves. I'm like, man, it's pretty rough. I mean, I would do, but still, it's rough. They don't they don't wet around. They don't mess around down there with the Gators. That's they have a high expectation, but still, it's pretty wild. Uh, let's go to Kurt, who's in Bryant. What's up, Kurt? Hey, fellas. What's up, man? I was just going to comment on two things. Okay. Number one, when we first joined the SEC uh, with South Carolina, of course, that made 12 teams. The deal was we had two permanent opponents then. South Carolina and Tennessee were our permanent opponents. So that made seven. Mm. And you had to rotate through the other four in the east, home and away. And so that took eight years to rotate all the way through. And that's one of the reasons until A&M and Missouri joined the league that it took so long for us to play Florida, you know, more than once in Gainesville. Well, when uh, did, the, the other deal, when did uh, Kurt, when uh, did they stop doing that? Because uh, Tennessee stopped being a permanent opponent. I think it was like an 2 maybe. So I guess they stopped that randomly at one point. Well, I'm not sure about that. I thought it was when A&M and Missouri joined. Yeah. And, of course, that would have blocked everybody out because you would have had six right. western opponents and two eastern and I, so you might be right though but at any rate uh, that's why it was that way to begin with but uh, the other deal is on Saturday I think Arkansas has a real chance and the reason is <laughs> it's not because of past performance but I think that when you're talking about college football you're talking about, to me, I'm 69 years old. Nice. I got grandkids older than a lot of these people. You know, they're little kids and, not little kids, but you know what I mean. 
the thing is, is that it's like herding cats to coach them. And I think that the change in the offense and the fact that they like Pittman and they want to go to a bowl game, they may come out of there breathing some fire. And I think if they do, there's some talent on this team, as we all know. But they've been just disrupted this whole season. And I'm not saying they can fix everything. But I think they may give Florida a real battle. And if they can win Saturday and get that, you know, boost, man, they, I think they might could sweep them. I'm not saying it's likely. But I think they got a real chance. And, uh, <laughs> of course, I hope I'm being Nostradamus. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That'd be nice. Anyway, yeah. that's all I've got, fellas. It's just that, you know, it's emotional for college kids in a lot of ways because they're young. Mm-hmm. And I think that gives them a real chance if the coaches can fire them up. That's all i got, fellas. Enjoying the show. All right. Appreciate it, Kurt. Thanks for calling in. And I think, yeah, I mean, I agree with him. This, I think everybody's just kind of waiting and seeing if you're a Razorback fan on what happens Saturday. Or, like, yeah, what if? What if they win? What if they look good? What if they uh, put some things together offensively? Like, I mean, it could change a lot of stuff. But uh, I mean, your your back your back's is completely and totally against the wall. Where you have to go four and zero to even make a bowl game. If that's what you're going to do, then it's got to start in Gainesville. But you've had a bye week. You know, the, you've had time to prepare for this and. Uh, if, it, if you come out and still look the same as before, then you know it was all for naught, and it's pretty much it's done. Not sure that they're going to look the same. They they should look different, but just the fact that you don't know if it's going to change too much, yeah, and, and change to the point where it does make difference a, a difference in not only this game but the rest of the season. Yeah, they maybe they just need. And let's be honest, it's about that and about being better offensively, but it's also about having the confidence in moving forward where if maybe you get this win, it gives a little boost to them. It gives a little boost to the morale and they feel a lot better and you return back to play an Auburn team at 3 o'clock in the afternoon next Saturday that uh, also has been struggling this year. So it'd be nice to win that one because I feel like you haven't beaten Auburn at home in literally a decade. It's been close to it. You haven't beaten them at home since 2015. <laughs> so it'd be nice to win that one at least, at least. Uh, real quick before we take a break, Brian's in Hot Springs. What's up, Brian? Oh, you know, not a whole lot. You know, I, I really like. I I, I I got this feeling like if they can get KJ going, some confidence, the sky's the limit, and that that's the key there. If you can just get KJ going and playing with some confidence, the rest of the team will take off. And the offense doesn't have to. And the the beautiful part about all this, the offense doesn't have to be spectacular. Just take care of the ball, pin them deep when we have to, and let defense do its thing. And I mean, we've got one one of the best college kickers in in, in the in college football. I mean, I mean, let me ask you this: Is there anybody you take over little? I mean, not me. Um, that's my point, though. Is I mean, this, I mean, this run is doable. Is it going to be hard? Probably, but uh, I, mean, I like our chances. So as long, you know, as long as we can get Pittman to make not make mistakes that he made against uh, Mississippi State, I like our chances. Well, Ryan, we appreciate the phone call, man. And I mean, again, it's. I'll believe it when I see it. I like the optimism, but we got to see it first. But we got more out of bounds. And Pat Bradley joining us next. Stay with us. Companies are shifting their telephone systems to the cloud, and you should too. ESI eCloud PBX has everything you need. Features like work from anywhere, video calls, and advanced security tools make ESI eCloud PBX one of the best choices for any business. Opt out of the high cost of your traditional phone system and move to the cloud. Sign up for an online demo at nsgdv.com and get your system activated at no charge. 